Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And thank you for having us. Round four has finished. It's finito. <laughs> it's finally done. It's finally done. Um, so thank you for having us. Uh, this will be a... We've started a little earlier. As you can see, I didn't wait for you. I've already started mine. So swindler today. Neck uh, Refreshing. I actually don't mind the tropical pales. I, I like a bit of fruit in my beer. Well, it suits you, Chris, because you are tropical and you are pale. Um, you're absolutely right. I absolutely can't argue that right. fact. <laughs> Uh, first things first, jump on our socials, facebook.com forward slash SC Insider. Uh, Twitter, we are SC underscore Insider underscore. We also on Twitch. Oh, that is out of bounds. Thank you very much. We got a, a live uh, follower there. Uh, Mitch, uh, let me pull up that surname. Sorry, buddy. Jeez, Mitch ruining things early. <laughs> nah, good work, mate. So, uh, Mitch Braids, thanks very much for, for joining thanks, us, buddy. Thanks. Welcome to the stream. Join us, join us. We've already had a few people say hello, so thank you and welcome to the Twitch, uh, Twitch stream. Yeah, so you can follow us on Twitch at uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash SC under in Scorder. SC underscore Insider. That's oh, my right. God. And uh, obviously is- YouTube as well, which is Supercoach Insider and all major podcasts. Pod- blah, blah. Podcast platforms, um, including Mate. SoundCloud, Chris, <laughs> you are choking harder than Collingwood oh. will tomorrow night. Oh, the banter starts. The banter is fresh. I respect you for that. Choke harder than 0203. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's, this is the first time in like 15 years I'm actually worried about you guys. Choke harder out. than the second half of the grand final. <laughs> actually, I do remember one time it would have been like 0809 when you guys got Fev. You guys kicked like seven goals in the last quarter to win by three points or something. I cried that night. <laughs> uh, I refuse to remember anything about Fev. Uh, so anyway, Chris, let's get into it. This will be slightly shorter. Um, I have it some will. studies and other things to get to. So we will do things a little differently. We're not going to do the game by game. We will look at um, a lot of questions at the moment. And at this point in time, it comes down to really rookies. What are we doing? Who we think? Yep. Uh, a lot of that Who sort of stuff. Watching? So first things first, uh, my team, Chris, yep. didn't do so well. I had five... Not playing, um, and as everyone knows, I was actually waiting on Atkins, so I was waiting, I was waiting, I even got tempted the night before to bring in, you know, Whitfield and you do, do you the got, old you, got a, you got that itchy trade for I know, bro. but then I'm like, oh, no, no, makes sense, I said, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, um... Uh, Atkins got a 68, which allowed me to keep Nathaniel Fife. Yep. Uh, which is good because I probably would have actually gone at that point. It would have been too late to to get in, um, like Libba, etc. Um, and I probably would have gone Matt Crouch, which wouldn't have worked out too well for me anyway. So, uh, probably it would have worked out in your long term. You got to look at Matt Crouch as a long term solution. Well, it really would have only got me like an extra 22 points for a week, and then Fife's back this week. So, true. I agree. Um, so, what'd you end up scoring? Uh, 21. 38. So, mm, so yeah, not so good. Would that mean that it's uh, three Chris and uh, one Ben? Is that is that how it works? Uh, look, I, I, like, <laughs> I, like to, I like to get off to a, a nice early head start. Oh, I, I see. Also, no, I, also, I get it. I also like to count my chickens before they hatch. So <laughs> I like... Uh, the, <laughs> the, the early crow is worth it. It's worth it because at the time it's really fun. But then you get, you know, if, you, if it doesn't pan out... You get the shit piled on you, which is also fun well, for everybody else. Everybody loves it. To be fair, I wasn't expecting to win. No, that's true. Anyway, how'd you go then, Chris? Oh, I only just like slightly better. Um, I ended on uh, 21.67. 
Yep. No, I lie. I think it was 2147 even. Let me, let me have a look. You know to what make you know sure. what would have been? What? Collins. Probably. It was 20, 2147. Um which jeez, oh, not much. So it, it wasn't a terrible week for me, but what I found is that I was hoping Crips to go about 120 because I was lucky enough to VC Grundy and we both did that. Oh, yeah. I, I, if Crips didn't actually go so big, yeah. uh, we would have been sitting a lot better because uh, the three main choices, which we said, Grundy, Neil, and Crips, yeah. and one of those combinations of... Uh, a lot of people would have taken Neil if they went to VC on him. Fair enough. Makes sense. Yeah. But Crips going massive actually hurt a lot of people's scores. It did. And, and here's the reason why. It's not necessarily about what's other people or what your score was it's about what other people were scoring so because yep. Crips went so big and he was a very popular captain choice that meant that those people well, that may have only f- got a 120 he's times by two, 50% so he would have been captained yeah. by a quite a good he goes margin. 120 we gain 40 points on the competition he yep. goes now 170 we lose 10 points on so the competition here's so. the funny thing Chris so right we scored you scored basically the same as me yep you dropped 2,000 places I did I dropped 4,000 places yep and so it's very tight. I mean, the difference between me and back where I was at 1300 last week is only like 50 points, not even. So on a week-to-week proposition, I can find myself inside the top 1,000 or outside the top 1,000, depending on how good your week yep. is. And that will continue, I think, until the, what naturally happens is as soon as trading starts, that separates the men from the boys. Oh, well, because so, I think you're only about 150 points ahead of 10,000. Yeah, exactly right. And I'm only, pro- I think, about 200 or maybe 250 from first place. So, you know, you look at that, we're pretty well placed. Now, to have, I've got 29 trades, I think you've 29. got you've got 29 in round four, but approaching round five before, I mean, that doesn't generally happen. So, we had a good starting squad, and a lot of people have had good starting squads because the cookie-cutter squads like we've had when we started, yep. they were generally the way to go. If you, and a lot of that's the reason why it's so congested is because there's a lot of those type squads with a lot of the same yeah. players and they're all and they're all well. doing pretty well. Yeah. Yes, correct. So, um, yeah. So if you're, yeah, you know, even I think top fifteen thousand, top twenty thousand, top thirty thousand, they're all probably close enough to bridge that gap at this point. Whereas usually there's a big separation by yep. now. So. And those that have Whitfield and uh, Libba in their team are far ahead at this point. So. Yeah, and those are the those are the two that that that's the dis- they're the two. That's the distinction between being top. Or top 500, probably, yeah, and, top and being top 5,000, yep. 10,000. If you had Liber and um, and Whitfield, you, you're probably... Pretty well. Yeah, Whitfield and Lloyd. I tell you what, those guys, they're killing it. They are absolutely killing it. Um, so, anyway. so, yeah, um, pretty cool. Um, now, uh, just shout out to those guys out there. Um, new haircut to celebrate the trade of Walsh. Yeah, I did comment on your haircut uh, when I see you on the weekend, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we sang out for football. I think it's a nice little one. Um, that by the way, that was a reference to um, your keeper league trade. So yes, it is. Who, you, who was that commenting? That was uh, Chris Butler. Us, yeah. right? Yes, Butler. Um, yeah, I got uh, Sam Walsh in the keeper league. So look forward to uh, many years of premium scoring. So I mean, you know, begging works sometimes. Oh right? no, it took me ages. And then in the end, I said, "Look, what's it going to take? Like, it was what first is it going? What's it going to take? Right? What's it going to take?" And then he's like Heaney, and I was like, "Man, like Heaney was my second pick overall in the draft league from from scratch." So I was like, "Anyone but Heaney." And he's like Higgins and Petrarca, and I was like. Done. Like, could not get that through quick enough. Yeah. Well, and well um, done too, might I add. Thank you. Persistence pays off. Well, it does. And Elfa never forgets. <laughs> if it, yeah, if at first you don't succeed, try... Um, About 50 more times. Yeah. Um, try, now, try for Hypno. Before we go on to the next part, uh, we've got a couple of announcements to make, which is pretty cool. Um, the first thing, the first announcement we want to make is... Oh, we... congratulations! Oh, thanks, man. No, I'm kidding. What am I getting congratulated on? 
You said you have an announcement. Oh, okay, cool. Um, it's well, it is actually related to our podcast. Uh, we did hit um, over a thousand likes on Facebook this week. Yes, um, which is pretty pretty awesome. So it's been a pretty incredible journey, and it's started to really pick up legs. I you've probably noticed as well. It's now ticking over at a rate of knots. Um, yep, my phone's going off that much that my missus is getting jealous. Who's messaging? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. It's 11 at night. Why is your phone going off? I'm like, oh, it's, it's a convenient just, time to super coach, to be is, fair. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> hey, babe, it's just football. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't understand. Twitter as well is going crazy. You think we're almost at uh, almost 1650 now. So yeah, a week big. ago, we're at 1500. So yeah, it's just really going crazy. Thanks to everyone that's been sharing, liking, commenting, um, and using us as a resource because we love it. Um, and also, uh, last week after our successful Thursday night Twitch session, we actually made affiliate. So, uh, what that means on, in a Twitch perspective is that people can now subscribe to us and get, um, emotes and, um, you support the stream that way, which is really cool. Um, and you can also donate bits. So anyone that wants to do that, obviously feel free to, um, on our channel, you just go to the top right hand section, just hit subscribe. There is three tiers of subscriptions. So we've got the four ninety nine sub, which is the Dane's Dane's yeah, Orco Coffee Orco Sub. Coffee Club. <laughs> um, the the nine ninety nine, which is the, the Dom uh, Sheed Pocket Club. <laughs> the Dom Sheed Pocket Club, I love it. And then the top one is the um, the Gary Abbott Goat, Goat Club. So uh, number four, thanks, uh, Lechdog Games, following us. Thanks, hey Thank Lechdog, how you going, buddy? Hey Lechdog, yeah. Hey, nice. Welcome along. Welcome, buddy. Enjoy seeing how the upper class lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, we just made affiliate, so thank you very much. Um, so yeah, going really well. Um, if you do want to subscribe, that's great. Um, we will be gifting subscriptions, um, over the next week to some of our obviously passionate followers. Um, Stone's actually done quite a lot for us. He's developed, we've got these little awesome emotes that, um, we will actually be able to display a little bit later. So yeah, yeah. exciting so stuff. If someone wants to type in hashtag blessed into Twitch, that should work. Only, uh, I think it only works if you're actually a subscriber. Oh, geez. Chris, yeah. Come on, pick it up, mate. Pick it up. So let me, I, I'll let me check that. But if you just go, I'm pretty sure it doesn't work this way. Yeah, no. Nah. You didn't even type hashtag. So. You don't need to. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, um, so thank you for that. And uh, we'll move on to the next section. We're going to first of all go through the Bubble Boys. Um, I think that's what we've got next. Yep. Yeah, Bubble yeah, Boys. Bubble Boys. So we're going to go through three things today. We've got the Bubble Boys and we're going to go through the watch list. Um, so people that we're actually keeping an eye on um, that are going to be dropping soon. Uh, good upgrade targets in the coming weeks. And then we're going to go through um, your Q&A. So we've got quite a few Q&As on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Any questions you do post in the Twitch chat right now, we will address during the Q&A. Yep. Um, not much point is going through right now because... There's a lot of double ups gonna, at, at this point in time. We're going to ramble. Can, can I just quickly say that, uh, again, once with the um, crowing my chicken early, yep. right, the early crow, uh, I owe you an apology, mate, because when uh, Hall scored well... I really ripped into you. I was like, oh, what's it like on Hall? He's killing it. He got like, what do you get? Like 80 or something? 86, 87 86. Or something. And I was like, oh, look at that money grow. Next minute, Wilkie pops out like a 110. That was good. Did you do you have Wilkie? No, because I was no. going to trade him in for your mm. Hall and uh, it didn't work out. And now I'm really upset because he's already made 90K and he's going to make even more now. I'm just really glad he did that. In an, what kind of he, he almost won them the game, to be fair. He was that good in that game. Um, I'm just thinking of all that money I missed out on. But, I mean, I didn't, like, don't get me wrong. That's that's the sort of role that I thought he could play. I didn't think it would be this early. And no. Or he's ceiling that high. That's yeah. And, ridiculous. Well, that's really good. But he showed Richo now, don't put me in the bloody ruck, mate. I'm a, I'm a centre-half back. I'm, a, I'm an intercepting defender yeah. who can peel off and take grabs and spoil and, and be impactful in games. So. Yeah, you've got to show him your best side. Otherwise, he might put you in the forward pocket like Billings, you know? 
Ooh, um, fun B-Man555 says, love your haircut, Ben. Thank you. Mate, well, I find it very attractive as well. Well, I've gone, I've gone the Christian boy look. I've gone the short back and sides. So, <laughs> just the... As you do. All right, now let's... Uh, I'll just get up the Bubble Boys quickly. Um, so you we can that, show Chris. the I'm, I'm lovely... I'm actually having a bit of an inkling for... I wonder who's averaging more out of Dunkley or Billings. Yeah, I think oh, Billings, Billings winning. Easily. He's 90, isn't he? Easy. No, he's over 100, Ben. Not average. Yeah, he's averaging about 102. No. Yep. I did say he'd average 100 in the first three to four. Because he hit 84, 86, 108, 124. I'll tell you what, I'm going to have a look. He's definitely averaging over, 100%. Guaranteed. Now, you don't even have to check that, mate, because I know. I I know because I go. All right. Um, so, we're just organized this by... Am I right? He was in my side for most of the preseason, too. You know it. Okay. Unlucky. All good. So let's put, let's flick over the break even so that the lovely public can also have a look. Um, so the Bubble Boys this week. Um, so this is organised via break even, and this is how um, if you don't have Super Coach Gold, I do recommend you getting it because it does help your Super Coach game immensely. Whenever you're looking at trading targets in, the lower their break even, the more cash they're going to make the following week. Um, so a couple of things you need to work on with that. It's about job security and it's about scoring power. So when people are talking about JS, that's job security. So how likely they are to get games in the coming weeks and scoring power, which is SP. What do you think they might average over the coming weeks with the role that you think that they can get? Yep. So those are the two most important things when choosing a rookie. Uh, not surprising. Richmond have a few on their list. so They do. So they've got a couple coming up. So not on the bubble, but someone to keep an eye on for next week is Jack Ross. Um, scored 87 his first week, played brilliantly. Um, Has a good role too, but... Well, that's the issue, isn't it? That's the issue because Cochin will probably take that role back. Yeah, so we've got... He played midfield in a game where there was no Martin, no Cochin. They're going to come back in and Martin definitely this week and maybe Cochin either this week or next week because they said it was one to two, so... And then now it's still one to two, I think. Well, two, no, it's two to three. It's pushed to two to three, so... Well, that's, that's good for Jack Ross, but that may actually trap you. Yeah, I think it will. So, you know, what it's you don't want to do is you don't want to trade somebody in on the, their bubble game, which is game three, yep. and then game four, they dropped. And then you've only had one round of cash gen, and then... You, Realistically, you you'd hope Cochin comes back, not next... No, next round. Yeah, and which then would he's be good. named And then him. he's named with him. Yeah. That would be That's amazing. an ideal scenario. Yeah. Then you can go Jack Ross. Dropped, yeah, they drop someone else, which yeah, is possible. So, very, very possible. So, unlike um, AFL Fantasy, if you're new to Supercoach, um, where players go up from day one, from the first game that they play. Jack Ross will stay the same price this week and will only go up next week, which means that the only point in trading him in this week is if you want on-field points, which is useless to you at this point. Yep. So... Uh, could be the coming rule of uh, 2019. So I brought him in. The only time I've ever brought someone in early, and then he got dropped, I believe. Yeah. So as, as a rule of thumb, unless it's the only move you can do to do something in your team, maybe upgrade somewhere on field... I would suggest, you're early again, I love it. Um, always waiting until the bubble game, which is game three of a rookie scoring to be able to do that. Um, so of that, the, the, the highest, um, sorry, the lowest break even, I should say, is Riley O'Brien at negative 89 with scores of 84 and 85. Um, so he's actually averaging 85. And yep. he's Predict, big... predicted to go up uh, 73K. Yes. Um, based off their predictor. Exactly right. So if so, what that means when they say it's it's based on their predicted price. Now I'll bring that up because over here in the top right, you can actually go into cash cows, and it will tell you what the following round is that they're actually going to if if they make their predicted target, 
this is how much they'll go up. Now, their prediction um, is, I think it's somewhere here. I can't even find it. Uh, but usually their prediction is based on their average. So at the moment, average he's averaging, I think, 84.5. So if he uh, hits that mark, next round is actually going to go up 73K. So that's a gain of 73K. And then obviously you want him in your team for, say, at least three to five games usually once you've actually traded them in. And then you can trade them out, get their cash, and then upgrade someone else who's or another rookie to a premium. So that's how um, Supercoach works in a, a really simplified format. Yep. Um, now, the thing with Riley O'Brien is, and uh, before today, I think he was not on anyone's radar. Um, or people knew about him, but they knew that Sam Jacobs was coming back. Yeah. Um, oh, another live follower. Let's have a look here. Loving the live follows. Yeah, we've got... Um, can we, like, mix it up and maybe not get Pendles up there giving thumbs up all the time? We nice. could. We could change. We can do whatever you want with that, mate. Yeah. I just like Pendles. Maybe get, like, a Robo or something. Maybe put, you know, Zorko on the side. True. On the ice for a little while. Uh, Binger Carol, thanks very much, Binger, for uh, for joining us. And I uh, hope oh, you enjoy the stream. Feel free to ask some questions mate, away. Brett Lee's joined us. Love it. <laughs> yeah, right? Binger. Um, anyway, so the big thing with Riley O'Brien was um, before today, everyone thought Sam Jacobs was coming back this week which would mean that the likely scenario is he'd be dropped, which you can't then bring him in because he's got no job security. Um, and Adelaide released today that uh, Sam Jacobs pulled up sore at training. He wasn't able to actually complete the session that they had set out for him. That on was his, yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, yesterday. Yeah. And they don't know what to do. Uh, he's got a knee injury and it's they've, they've uh, announced that it's a it's meniscus. meniscus. Yeah, so the, the nature of the meniscus, they were saying that he was having issues with the changing of direction and the yeah. nature of play that he was actually getting Which soreness. in AFL is, yeah, huge. That, that's all you're doing. Yeah, especially as a big man getting around, mm. that's a lot of weight you're putting through your knees. Mm. So, yeah. It Real dangerous. It's not looking great. I think it's just more of a niggling kind of, you know, it's a hindrance. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. what they've said today is that there's two options. They're, see, they're consulting um, specialists um, tomorrow. And at the end of that session, they'll know whether or not he's going to go for, go in for surgery to get a clean out, or um, they're going to be able to manage it through the season. Now, if he does go in for surgery, they're saying it's anywhere from four to eight weeks that he's going to miss. Yep. Um, and we'll know that tomorrow, hopefully before lockout. Well, if that's the case, if that's four weeks, that's then... Oh, it's perfect. Well, yeah, you get what, uh, like three or four price rises. You'll four? get four, exactly four. four. Yeah. Um, but that's best case. You'll make you'll make oh, at worst least... Worst case, you'll make four. If he then... averages 85 during that time, you'll make at least $200,000. At least. It's definitely a trade worth doing. However, here's the thing. There's a couple of scenarios with Riley O'Brien. It's like, okay, so most people don't have a playing Ruck 3 right now. No. And if they do, they're not, they haven't made enough money to make it worth downgrading them. So people like myself who started with a Ruck forward loop swing, like yep. yourself. Hey um, as what we can do is download some, uh, downgrade someone from the forward line. We can switch our Ruck forward um, R3, they call it into the forward line and then put Riley O'Brien there. So that's what I'm likely going to do at this stage if the news comes through positive tomorrow. And it's likely that I'm probably going to trade Setterfield. And the reason for that is obviously Setterfield's out for two weeks. Now, whilst he does have a break even of 22, which is fairly low and he will make more cash. If I trade, uh, if I trade in O'Brien, I'm going to make about 60 K straight up. Then I'll make two weeks of cash gen before Setterfield comes back. And at that point, um, O'Brien's probably going to have a, a, a break-even of around about 22 or low. It'll be low teens to say 30-ish. So they're probably going to be able to make money at the same rate from then on. So I don't think I'm losing anything apart from on-field points, which I'm not using him on-field anyway. And apart from a forward bench. Yeah. 
So, the, so yours is a little bit different to me because I actually have setters on field because I only have Petroselli and Bolter. So yeah, then then your option is to then do field. What you could do is oh, you don't have Chris Burgess, do you? So you can't flick more forward. No, Moore's in my defense as well. I couldn't, yeah, couldn't yeah. flick him forward, no. So I have the ability to flick more forward, which means I'm only playing two rookies on field, which is Drew and Parker. Yep. Setterfield's on my bench, unfortunately, with Bolter. So the other option I've got is those with Bolter, you could obviously sideways, but it's not really a sideways. It's actually going to cost you 20 grand yeah. to go up to a Riley O'Brien and do it that way, which I'm not against because, I mean, is, is Bolter going to make you any cash? So it's not a... It's not the worst trade. He might. He might I, come out with a cracker. I don't love it, but if, if you really want to. My plan is uh, tra- trade setters out, leave Bolter there. If he hits a, like a JLT score of like 80 to 100, I can loophole him on field with Bynes. Yeah. So at least then, you know, you've got some sort of benefit to it. He might make you some cash. He might not. But, you know, who knows? It's Pretty a bit much. up in the air at this point. Yeah, my other option is actually going, uh, getting setters out and then bringing in, if I wanted to, uh, Josh Rotham, which I don't know if I want to do that anyway, and yeah. then swing Darcy Moore forward to actually cover that forward line instead of having Petroselli on. I can then have Clark instead of on my bench. I can have him on yeah, the there, field. Yeah, there, there are some options. You could also go um, move Bonds to the forward line. You could move Setterfield to the midfield, and then you could downgrade a uh, Scott or, yep. a, or a Butters, which I probably would. If he's on field, I wouldn't advise it. If he's not on field, you could probably yeah. get away with it. Yeah, it or sounds great because Butters, but... you know, Butters, yeah, like he had a bad game, so he's going to have that bad score for a few rounds. Plus, you know, he's already made some cash. Everyone's like, yeah, cash grab. But it's like, if he's on field, then who are you going to field? Because I don't want to field Atkins every week. I no. don't want to field Scott, who probably doesn't look like he's going to play every week. And I don't want to field and Gibbons. Gibbons, is... <laughs> no, like Gibbons is only good to look at. Nah, if, if I, think the, I think the scenario is if Butters is on your field, I wouldn't even look at that trade. If he's I, off I'd, your field, fair enough. His lowest score before last week was what, like seventy-two or something? Like, ah, uh, yeah, sixty-eight or something. Something pretty was, good. Like that's yeah. decent, you know. Yeah. Like, I'd I'd rather have you've got a three and four shot at a seventy score. I'd rather have that on field than than whatever you're trading. I think he's. I think he'll at least hit three hundred. Oh yeah, there's a lot more cash to be made I think with butters. More cash. Yeah, so I'm, there's I'm a lot happy more, holding on. There's him. a lot more milking to go with that butters. Yeah, but I can see why people would want to. Um, and there's the other thing is it's it's just that little bit too early. You know what the, I think you know what the, the issue is here. I think Chris is that this is the first real opportunity to downgrade, and people are and getting, people, they're getting itchy. excited. Like, yeah, they're just like mm, they're itchy. Oh. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. give me give me some more. But you know why it getting, is getting on it. Usually at this stage of the season, like round five, you've just got a shitty rookie that's been shit. Yeah. Whereas most most people's rookies, they're they're still churning away. They're still got you know money to grab or whatever. I mean, the only real one that's really failed, really, is probably Bolter. Like, all the defender rookies... Oh, defenders last, is great. Last week, Callum Wilkie goes defenders 112. Defenders are great. Scrimshaw goes 101. The worst of the bunch was Clark, Scrim, which Scrim, is 54. Yeah, he was 97, didn't he? What did he got? He got scale, bro. What? Yeah, he hit the ton. What a legend. Um, so, and like, your worst of the bunch is Clark at 53, and I'm not trading him. He's been a solid 65 yeah. to 60 to 70. His ceiling doesn't look great, but he'll still get you 65s or whatever. I mean, yeah, so... It's not desperate to trade this week, but I can understand people who do in different situations, and we'll go through them. So Riley O'Brien, I think he's the number one if we get the news for Jacobs. Um, Sydney Stack is at number two, so he had that big score in the first round of a yep, 108. Which will be gone not long after. And here's the problem. So if you don't know much about how break-evens work, um, essentially a score stays in a cycle for three rounds. Yes. And so it influences how much they go up in price for three rounds. After that... It cycles out, and the next 
three round score is in is still yeah. in the loop. So the problem with that one away is it was the first round, which is exactly. great because he might he might make a sixty seventy k week one, but then if he has a forty a forty and a fifty, yeah, he's not going to make that much more. Like, yeah, it's going to be a slower burn after that. So realistically, you'd like a a rookie or someone or other to do essentially like uh, what Wilkie's you want done. That consistent well, Wilkie, scores. Wilkie yeah. went like what did he go like a fifty a sixty a twenty seven and then a one ten. And then he's just gone, boo, straight through the roof. And then once that's 20, that. I think it no, was he got like 29, last wasn't week. it? I don't know. Anyway, he had a low score yeah. last week, but he yeah. started with a 70, then he hit a 39, then he hit a 55 or something, and then he hit a 112. And a big score like, just floats it. So look, I, I'm actually, and this isn't going to help anybody in this podcast today, but I am really undecided, and I'm not going to make up my mind that's all right. until the By teams the end are announced. this podcast, you'll probably know. <laughs> until, well, until the teams are announced, mm. I. Yeah, I don't so know. So my do. view on Sydney Stack is that I think he's got really good job security. So um, we got a report. There's two people that uh, he could actually replace in the side that got injured. So Markov is out for four to six weeks. And there was announced that Jaden Short's out for six to eight weeks. Yeah. Now, he was playing both of those roles. So he can play a small forward or he can play behind the ball. Now, behind the ball is obviously better for his scoring. But he's got good job security because I think regardless, I think he's still in their 22 right now. Because there's two guys that were in their best 22 that are just shipping out. They do have a lot of guys coming back, but I, he's one that he doesn't play in the middle. He doesn't, so he's have, not a affected like, he doesn't by, have a like for like coming back. No, now. no, he doesn't. So I think his job security is pretty good. He's also priced at 102K. Yeah, you can't which go wrong. It kind of makes it's a no brainer because you're going to probably make 100 grand regardless. Yep. However, who do you downgrade him to? That's the issue. Do you want to play him on field? That's the issue. Uh, so the answer to, to for me is I don't want him on field. I don't want him on field. Then who do you put him instead of? And so Atkins has still got more money to make. So does Gibbons. Scott as well. So does Scott. Has money to make. So, well, if he gets named, of course. But even then, I wouldn't be trading a Scott because he's only got one price rise out of him and he's going to make more money. Like he, he'll probably make at least another 100 grand. He's a guy that can punch out 100 or punch out a high 80 and then recycle that cash gen really quickly because of the role that he plays in the team. That's the problem with round four. They've only had two price rises. Yeah. You that, need that. That's it. Two. You Just really need one rises. more to really start. It's and, only two. So Sydney's stack's probably there one round early, in my opinion. I think uh, unless you've got butters on your bench and you just want to get the cash grab, two enhanced teams on your field. So I can see, I actually thought my trade when, when lockout ended this week, I was like, okay, I want to do butters to stack and I want to do Williams to Whitfield. Because I do believe that Whitfield is just... He's running away with it right now. Like, he's just going nuts. Like Yeah, he's taking the piss. He's taking the... Like, he's taking the piss, man. And you didn't even have him in your top 10. No, I didn't. And uh, I immediately regret the decision. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, he's just blowing me away. Could be worse. You could have thought Seb Ross was in for a break. He, you know what he is? He's the Patrick Crisp of last year, right? By the way, Seb Ross had a 130 last week, bro. Yeah, Calm and down. guess what he's averaging? Like what, 88, 89. Nah, he'll be right. He's horrible. He'll be right, mate. Absolutely. He comes back with 150s. Absolutely. He'll be sweet. Dud. Um, <laughs> uh, so Liam Baker's in there, obviously. Yeah. He's only played the one game, but uh, 160, and he had a 91 on uh, on his debut this year. Uh, keep an eye on him. I, don't, I, I just don't like his job security. I think that if, you know, next week, if more people come in, Stack stays ahead of him, and he'll and Stack moves forward if they really need a small forward. Um, the next one is Josh Rotham. So he was a late in for Leroy Jetta last week. Um, what? Is it that Jetta? Leroy Jetta? Yeah. West Coast. Yeah. What's his first name? Leroy. Is, it, is that not his name? What's his name? I was calling him. There's so many Jettas. No, Neville Jettas plays for the 
Um, plays for Melbourne. I'm sure it's Leroy. Yeah, it's Jeddah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, whatever. So he replaced Jeddah in the side as a late out. Now, the problem with that is, of course, Jeddah's likely... If it's a late out, Jeddah's probably back this week. And what happens to Josh Rotham? So yeah, is he even issue. named? And if he is, is he just going to be there for one week? That's What's the issue. his Yeah, so um, he's got a great scoring, great scoring power, but I'm not sure. I think he's mature age, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, that is the issue, Chris. Um, yeah. It's... And it's the exact same issue that we have with Marty Hall. So a lot of people have him, which is great, but I trade him out. <laughs> I think there's something wrong about what you're saying. What? It's Lewis Jetta. Lewis. Lewis Jetta. Sorry, Leroy. Leroy. I reckon Leroy How is a much... racist. How Leroy the chicken eater. Hey, Leroy. What? How is that uh, racist? Oh, my God. That is horrible, Chris. Anyway. Check yourself. Check your, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Sorry. Anyway. Um, so Marty Hoare, of course. Um, I traded him out of my team because I didn't think his job security was great. He actually, even, uh, and the reason is he was you know not named, etc. And then not named the following week, but then made a late in. Now, there's yeah. quite a few people coming into that side, including, but not limited to, Neville Jetta, who was the uh, late out. Yep. You've also got uh, Lewis. Jordan Lewis that's coming back in. And, and you've got Stephen May next week. Either next week or the week after. Yep. So, essentially, Stephen May. I don't have... Any, if you don't have Hall, I wouldn't be training him in. No. If you I, don't have him, do not, because trust me, I've already had two weeks of pain that he hasn't played. So Yeah, I don't uh, think he played I, terrible I thought, in week he, one. I thought he actually did. Yeah, and he did really well in this game as well. Yeah. His score would have been a lot higher, except he managed to like do a couple of kick, a couple of intercepts, and kick one out the floor. Well, it's I the think, same like. in it's the same so, in week one. Yeah. So his issue is not getting the ball. His issue is his efficiency by foot, which as I'm sure why AFL clubs overlooked him for he, a long time. He, his effort was so much better than many of the other D's. Oh. He was taking intercepts. He was actually backing into packs. He was energetic. Putting his body on the line. Yeah. Yeah. He was energetic. And no, he, he played got, well. He's got to play this tired. week. He just got tired and made a couple of mistakes. He will play this week, but I think he's on borrowed time. Speaking of tired, Darcy Moore, I tuned in at halftime, and he's on 50 Supercoach. And I'm like, yes, Darcy Moore, great pickup, love and life. And then literally, I'm watching Did the game. Did you see he went down to the rim? So yeah, you know, he, he actually had to piss. He had to piss. He just had to piss. He wasted 15 minutes. And, then, to the and then he's so relaxed, I'm watching him. And he's just he's, he's killing your super coach team because he needs to go to the John. And then he's just walking. The amount of times I saw Darcy Moore walking or oh, he was wow. playing last leg in defence. That's Didn't even funny. get near him. I was like, <laughs> how did you get to 50 super coach points at the half anyway fair enough he was horrible painful 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 Collins outscored him the guy I traded him to well oh my god that's your fault but I, I know but I tried to talk you out of it but I also you know you it, made a logical it, decision it based logical. on what you thought and based on what I'd seen yeah it was logical now the next one is Shea Bolton um, just to keep an eye he's not on the bubble this week but um, keep an eye on him for next week I actually really thought he played really well. I'm just not sure that he's going to be able to stay in that team either, being a small forward. They've got a bit Butler, older, Butler and uh, Butler's out still, and I think he was just dropped for to yeah. come get some form in the VFL. So but see how that goes. He was highly talented, and he's been around for a little while now. True. So it could be his time and mature age. So it could be his time. Um, Zach Clark. I actually don't hate the Zach Clark selection. However, with Riley O'Brien there, with much better scoring power. I yeah. would much, much, much prefer that. And he's also more expensive Cheaper. than Riley O'Brien. Yeah. Um, you got Jay Lockhart. I wouldn't be touching that. It looks like he's on the outskirts of their 22 and no real job security. Plus, he plays a small forward role, um, which is typically not great for Supercoach because one week you could have a 20, the next week you could have a 70. And you don't. that's not great for Supercoach. Here's what so. I'm hoping quickly with Hoare is that the D's won. 
So they might actually want to reward their players. I think he'll play this one. week. I do. I honestly think Hall will play this week. You will get a price he rise. He just might get him. dropped next week. When I think next week is the uh, is the week he gets dropped. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, you've also got here uh, Tom Sparrow as well, of course. Um, again, not sold on Tom Sparrow. I don't even know if he's going to play this week. Um, so I probably wouldn't be looking at getting him in. And that pretty much rounds out the rookies um, in terms of the Bubble Boys. So Yeah, Bubble Boys is sorted. Can I just say that Sam Walsh could be the quickest guy that started at 200k to make 200k? Yeah. Three price what's rises. He at, what's he at now? 350 or something? It's he is just... on 342 wow. and he's predicted to go up another 60. Maybe that's a, that's a stat for fantasy. For that's Frico, huge. That's, he played well on the weekend though. I'll tell you what... <sighs> But he played. I reckon he's played that good all season. However, yeah, he's he's more composed now. I think he's starting to get the tempo a bit. You know what? And he, now he's like, okay. So I've been driving on the freeway for a little while. He's taking and his I'm time seeing, to I'm balance. I'm seeing all these cars come flying past, and now I'm like, okay, this is what it's all about. And then yeah. you kind of you know adjust. I think I, just, I don't think I've I've seen many people like him that are really well balanced as a midfielder. And what I mean by that is he's got good disposal efficiency. He can run all day. Decision he tackles, making he's awareness hard at the ball. as well. It's, it's crazy. a package deal. It's crazy. Normally they're really fit or they're yeah. really good with the ball. Whereas yeah. he is literally A, a great decision maker, B, clean with his hands, clean with his feet. Yeah. And just the spatial awareness is ridiculous. And then you put I mean, that Josh in there. Kelly's probably as good, but not as good as Young. No. I think that, that that's the distinction. They're very similar players. You know, they, they've got great outside speed. They're very good it's, inside. It's been great a skills. long time since I've seen a, a kid that literally at 18. Like, a few games just going, just blown away by like, you should not be this good. No. You should not be this good. No way. Like, um, so yeah, really, really look at that. Um, uh, now, is there any other, uh, tr- any other things on trades that you want to get through before we go to the watch list? Um, no, I think that's it. That's pretty much the three, those three main ones. You're looking at O'Brien, Stack, and um, Rotham to a less extent, except I'm not really sold on, on Rotham either, as you can imagine. So it's pretty much Stack and O'Brien, which could be the two. Um, and even then, it's more about whether you can pocket a little cash and if they're better options to make more than the ones you have. Fair enough, which mate. Which is the only real option, isn't it? I agree. All right. So I'm going to have a look at our watch list here. So this is just players that, and we'll sort them by average. Uh, wait, is that, that's not, that doesn't really matter, I suppose. Um, these are players that I've got on my watch list, and there's probably others that you might have that are, maybe are already in my team, and we will touch on them as well, but people that you definitely need to be taking an eye on. So How have you got Rowan Marshall in there after you bagged him relentlessly all week? I'm actually watching Rowan Marshall because I want to see him fall off a cliff. Because <laughs> he's hurting you're, things right you're now. You're ripping. Yeah. No, I, I, honest, I still think I'm right. Of course you do. Chris, uh, you have never not believed. In the believed, next two weeks, we'll know. You have never not believed you were right. Oh, that's in, also in true. Any, in any debate. I, I, I told you, I love the in, early crow. In any debate. I love a good early crow. Literally, you go so hard that even people that think they're right start to go, oh, geez, maybe um." Well, because, dude, do you know that just that's up? what I do for a living? I sell shit. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I do. Um, okay, so we will talk about, let's go into Royal Marshall. So he did 124, I believe, on the weekend. Yeah, um, I think even some people were like, Chris, damn you. And you're like, well, give it a week. So look, people have traded him in, and I, I, I can see why. Because if you look at it, this, this whole site is designed around averages, break-evens, cash flow. And from everything that you look at, just numbers-wise, he's a no-brainer selection. Absolute no-brainer. He's had a three-game average of something ridiculous. Um, he's cheap. 
He's a great downgrade target if you made a wrong decision for your F3 or injured or whatever it may be, or an F4. Um, there's nothing not to like about having him in your team. The only issue is his role and whether or not he can keep it for the next however many games. He's played 16 games in his career. He's the other two uh, Ruckman that are in the side. So you've got Lewis Pierce and Billy Longer. They're both battling it out in the VFL right now and coming back from injuries. Lewis Pierce had concussion before the preseason. And then I believe he was dropped after he had concussion. And then Roel Marshall was the one that we'd be able to step up and be the number one ruck for the next few weeks. But I do think that will change as soon as Longer comes back and is killing it in the VFL at the moment. I don't know what he did last week. We had like 47 hitouts the week before. Yeah. Um, Longer did. So, well, I'm interested. Um, I am very interested in... Yeah, and I don't me. necessarily think that Rowan Marshall will get dropped based on his form right now, but I do think that they'll probably look to get Longer in as a first ruck well, and move Marshall to the <laughs> he's forward He's about line. to play Max Gorn, so that'll be interesting. He could get... And this is what I mean. Could he, get school. He gets towed by Max Gorn this week. They bring in Longer maybe. Longer comes in next week. That, that, that's as simple as it is. He's had 16 games. They're not going to give him a second chance when they've got the first team Ruckman playing in the twos. If it's one bad week is all it takes for Royal Marshall to start being a spud again. Yeah, because he doesn't have the points on... on no, game. he doesn't. He's got no points on yeah. the board. So, ballsy, dis- ballsy decision can ruin your entire Supercoach year. And I'm, there's no way I'm doing it for a So, short- you might get your two, two price rises and then out. Well, you're not going to make enough money now. No. Now, if you're trading him in, you're really bad. If you, if you started with him or if you... You know, you, you trade him in at, say, I don't know, what, 320 grand or whatever it was, it was a few weeks back... Great, you know, before the price changes, that was fantastic. You've you've done well. You've made some cash. You'll probably make a little bit more, but moving forward, you can't train him in now. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, Whitfield killing at six hundred five k, so he's expensive. He's uh, he's had three big games in a row, and his price really reflects it. Uh, for me, I think he's great, and I do want him in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point in time, especially with their buys and stuff as well, like I would like him in ASAP. But I'm actually kind of hoping he gets tagged and then waiting for that price drop. For me, his, I mean, the issue is he's got a, he's got a um, break even of sixty five right now. So even if he gets yeah. tagged this week, he's going to maintain that price. And it, like let's say he gets a sixty to eighty, yeah, he's at least three or four weeks off having it drop. So if you have the cash right now by going down and up, do you get him or do you wait? Oh, it's such too, a hard decision. I still think it's too early to go down and up. But if you are sitting outside the top ten thousand, if yeah. you're going like eighteen thousand strong, then yeah, sure. Like yeah, if you could downgrade butters to a stack and then go from a Williams or someone or other to a Whitfield, then maybe. Yeah. So looking at the um, size they got coming up, I can see why I wouldn't want to choose Whitfield right now. So you've got Frio, and we all know that uh, old Rossi Lyon loves a good tag. Yeah. you got Sydney with Hewitt, and he's played on him before and restricted him to under 80 twice last year. Um, then you have St. Kilda. They've got a tag or two, but I don't think that's really going to affect... No, I don't think they'll put a steal on I it, don't so. think they'll, they'll put someone there. Because St. Kilda like to play with their loose man defense. So they would be happy with Whitfield running around as long as they've got, say, a Wilkie or a Savage or something like that behind the ball where they can try and offense, hurt them offensively. Mind you, look at the this run here and look at the GWS mids. So for the, I know some people talk about yeah. getting rid of Caniglo, which I think is stupid. No, don't. You're no. playing you're playing Fremantle, Sydney, Saints, Hawks, Carlton, Melbourne, Gold Coast, and then Adelaide and North who aren't even doing that great, and then Essendon and Brisbane and Richmond who again Richmond is depleted. Mm, like that's, not great. that's that's such a good run. By the way, I'm almost empty, mate. On my first. <laughs> um 
They've got Hawthorne and they've got Daniel Howe now. Uh, he came back as a late in this yeah, weekend. Yeah, Whitfield. Someone's going to get some attention. But... So, do, do they... Do they, they? And Alistair Clarkson has been known to tag left field options. So, he may not necessarily tag a midfield. He might, might tag a, a, a defender or a forward, depending on how he sees things. Well, no, um, no one needs to tag Wingard. He's just doing it himself. Yeah. Now, after that, it does ease it up. So, after that, they've got Carlton, Melbourne, Gold Coast, Adelaide... All of which they they're not really tagging teams, um, so you've really got a good run there. So my plan is if if by the end of the Hawks game I can't see him doing anything, I've just got, you just got to pull the trigger. Yeah, bring him in. So whatever it is, at whatever price he is at the end of the Hawks game, I think that's you have to have him. You also got to remember that every week that you don't have him and other people do, you just it's the the gap's just going bigger and bigger and bigger. So. Um, I think he's going to be a must-have. I think he's a top two defender. The other one's obviously Jake Lloyd. If you don't have Jake Lloyd, he's just going to keep hurting you. Yep. And hurting you and hurting you and hurting um, you. He the... would have been massive last week, but he turned the ball over five times or something in the last quarter. Killed us. Yeah, huge. Yeah. It was horrible. Mm. Uh, also to note as well is that um, Laird has now dropped to about 525. And he could be nice in the low in the fives as well. Yeah, he's coming in really nice price yep. at the and, moment. He's got a high Adelaide's... break even. Uh, he does. He's 120, though. He doesn't yeah. mean he's... I reckon he'll hit 120 against the Suns, PS. But. And so that's the thing. So if you picture Laird getting back to where he should be, which is hitting those 140s, is it a, a viable option then to wait one more week, grab Laird at a basement price instead of grabbing a Whitfield, and in the hope that those over the next four weeks, that evens out, evens and then out. you can grab a Whitfield after round nine... That's interesting, Dang. actually. But Laird, like five hundred and change, is cheap. I know, I know. Like I can, I Simpson. can do it. I could easily do Does it. Simpson from... come back. Nah. You don't reckon he's done? Oh uh, no! Like don't get me wrong. I like Simpson, but he looks he's like cheap. he at best at this point it looks like he's going to average ninety flat. He's going to be me, under four fifty k. For me, he's out of the ten. For me, and and if he's out of the ten, Chris, like the way he's playing, mm. I get it. And this is this is the yeah, but it's not about the ten. I know that. No, no, I know that. But yeah. I mean, in general, right? You look at it and go. At the start of the year, we oh, we want these guys to drop in price because we love fallen premiums. And then you watch him drop in price, and you're like, Ooh, do I even want that guy? He doesn't look good. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like a catch twenty two. You want yeah. them to drop, and then they drop, and then you look at them going, man, they're horrible. There's got to be a reason for the drop, and then you need to see that reason turn around. So it might be a role change, or it could be that they were underdone going into preseason and they just started hitting form. There has to be a reason. With Simpson, I don't see a reason. Um, yeah, he's not wearing long sleeves, and he's getting arthritis. <laughs> so long sleeves is... And he's getting arthritis. So He's he's had a slight role change. So he's playing higher up the well, ground than he was. He's had a slight wardrobe change too, Chris, but you know. And obviously they've had someone else impact his score. So you get an injury to Newman, then all of a sudden... Everyone's jumping on Simpson, right? So, all right. Next on the list, uh, Travis Boak, oh, absolutely yeah. insane. Now, can I say for both of these guys, this is an important stat, right? Whitfield right now is averaging thirty-four disposals per game. Crazy. Both that's, averaging like thirty-two. That's seven and a half disposals more than he averaged last year. That's insane. So, yep. Can like okay. So you look at that two ways. If he continues that. He'll be a 125 averaging player for the year. So if he can maintain that, that's just insane. That's huge. Right? Boak um, as well, even when Boak was averaging... Boak is the same. What did he average? Like 106 or something, 107. When he was playing pure midfield, we're talking years ago now. And I used to love Boak. Yeah. I used to think Boak was Consistent, the bee's... I thought great. it was the bee's knees. Yeah. And then he just became irrelevant. And I'm watching... But his here. disposal have just gone through it's the crazy. roof. And now he's... Yeah, his disposal's up. Even like a personal best as well. Now, if you look... Put, put, this, crazy. put this alongside someone from last year who did the same... 
Jack McRae averaged five more disposals last year than he did the previous year, and he was the number one midfielder for the year. So if you think that Whitfield's going to average seven more and Boak the same, they are musts. And it's like, how quickly can I get him in my team? So you need to think, are they going to do this for the year? Is there anything yeah. that could affect them? Right and now, Boak's still price. at a decent price, but he could Boak, be untouchable. Yes, uh, 560. 560. Yeah. 560, so you could still get Boak in. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't go, say, a Gray to a Boak, but there's a lot of people saying, all I right, Dunkley to Boak. Yeah, but then that's a trade and a downgrade. That's two trades. It is two trades. It's that's, one down, one up. That's hectic. And it's, not, and it's a sideways, essentially. That's hectic. But you're spending two, two trades on a sideways. So that's it's a, hectic. I don't, I, would, I'm, I don't envy people with that boat. I don't envy them. With boat? Uh, no, with, with Dunkley that are trying to get to boat. It's, yeah, I've got Dunkley and I am not enjoying life right now. Um, so now, this all could hinge on this week as well. So you've got uh, DeBoer coming, um, coming across. Oh, no, so Hutchings, sorry. So West, they're playing West Coast this week. So who does Hutchings tag? So it's either going to be Boak or Rocky. So if you own both, you're sort of happy, sort of not happy. Yeah. One person's going to get off the I'm chain. Hoping, I'm hoping he goes Rocky, to be honest. I, I hope he goes Boak because then Boak will decrease in price and I'll pick him up. See, now I'm much more comfortable picking up Boak. His playing history and um, is a lot stronger in terms of games played and his consistency. Um, and he very rarely has a poor game, whereas Rocky's, you know, Rocky. How do I describe Rocky? So yep. my, my preference would be if Hutchings went to Boak, then I could pick him up in three weeks and it'd be sweet. Because uh, a low score, let's say he has a 60, that's in his cycle for three weeks. And then he'll drop maybe 50K and then you can pick him up at 510. That's the goal. Um, didn't, didn't Zach Merritt go bang? Oh, man. So bang. And Wally, Wally as well. After that. two rounds, Wally's like, oh, I need to get rid of him. I was like, no, he got like a 109. He did all right. He was getting, you know, and we, we actually convinced him on that podcast because all week I think he messaged me. And he's like, he's got to go. He's got to go. And he's like, oh, I ended up keeping him. And then he went, so he went 109, 119. I think it was a 120. No, 120 flat. 120 flat. And then 155 or something. Yeah. Uh, he's gone bang, bang. And now he's actually averaging. Guaranteed top 10? Well, he uh, was before no, the season. I don't think he's guaranteed, but he's he's averaging 114 now. So that big ceiling, um, that's a big score. Well, I think that's what he averages for the year. Yeah. And I reckon that's definitely top 10. Now, here's the thing with Zach Merritt. Is 4% of sides. He's working through tags. Yes. So the more he works through tags, the more they're going to realize what's the point in tagging him, which means that these big scores could be a, a more consistent thing. He's notoriously someone who hits a 130 and that's his cap. Yep. Hitting a 155 for Zach Merritt is massive. That's a that's a big deal. Well, I'm pretty sure he got a 120 with uh, Harms or someone running with him. Yep, he had a run with uh, and him. Then and then 109, uh, he, they play the second round. He actually did... He, was it he Saints? Was, yeah, Saints. Uh, Steel. Steel Jack Steel. Yeah. Now, so, that's not DeBoer, Hutchings, or, or Hewitt. Or, no, but, but that's still attention. Yeah. Attention is attention. And yeah, that's what I mean. Like the more that that happens, the less likely they are to tag him and then more likely to, to go to Shield. Yep. So... I would love again on my watch list hardcore. Um, you've only, I've only got I've got five midfielders right now, so I want three more. So pick your three. Is it Zach Merritt is on top of my list in midfield? Um, really? Got, yep. Over Canelio and Kelly and Kelly, but he's not there. Kelly needs to drop in price before I can think about him, and I think he will because he's going to start slow and work his way into the season. See, but I think that's dangerous because you've already he's got already, Matt, he's already got Matt Crouch. Matt Crouch will be on the middle to later part of that top 10 anyway. Yeah, but I've already got him. Yeah, exactly. So that means you want to bring in another guy on the fringe of top 10? Zach Merritt? Yeah. No, I think he's I think he's higher. You think he's what, top I'll six? I'll put him as seven. Ooh. 
Okay. So, and I think he's actually going to be better than that now seeing him. So, oh, see how, how we go. How quickly people forget. They watch one good game uh, and they're like, and Um Now, Tommy Stewart's an interesting one. So, he's uh, obviously good on my on my watch list there. But Tommy Stewart, uh, I think he's a top three defender right now. Yeah. Remember how I got him in draft because no one else really wanted him? I was just like, oh, yeah, he's next. I'll get him. Now, here's the issue. <laughs> Zach Tui was supposed to come back in round two or something originally. Originally, it was like, oh, he'll miss round one, but he's going to be close to selection early in the season. And then he was a bit delayed, yeah. And then it's just keep, like, when does he come? Does anyone uh, know no, when I he's coming he's actually, back? I think he's close now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I think he's down for a test now, so. So I just need to see him scoring this well with him in the team before I say, yep, okay, I'm going to lock him in as a top six. Um, but I do think that Zach Tui does definitely impact his scoring. How much, I'm not sure. So that's one to watch. Um I think Shan Hearn's just one that you, you probably want to get if you can because he's got, he's going to be top six. I think he's proved that last year and late the year before and the kick-in rule. And something that's interesting is yeah, that nine, is. nine of the top 10 um, defenders are all kick-in takers. The only one that's not is Lockie Whitfield. Everyone else takes kick-ins. So, and don't get me wrong, Lockie Whitfield does take the, the so, occasional kick-in, but it's usually left to Heater Shaw or... Um, Finlayson, if he's playing behind the ball. Oh, meanwhile, how bad's our bet doing between uh, oh, Heater he he Shaw it. and Hurley? <laughs> it's bad. It's like no, it's, it's battle, like, of, it's battle, battle of the battle Yeah, it's battle of the oldies. I swear mm. to God, horrible. Mm. They're both under eighty. Anyway, horrible. Uh, Joshy Kennedy's surprising some. So he's averaging one hundred and eleven here. He usually doesn't go this big this early. <coughs> which well, is I told you how fit he looked at the start of the year. He was true. beast mode. He was on my list from early in the preseason, but I just didn't want to pick him. True. He looks so fit, but I'm like, but then he's old, and I'm like, you know, plus it's Sydney. But he looks so fit in the preseason. I was sharing photos being like, look at JBK. He looks like an absolute rig. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that he started well. It's just I wasn't expecting him. I also think the reliance on the midfield at Sydney is a lot higher this year because the forwards aren't doing it for him. Um, Franklin's out of form something shocking because he's just he's too underdone. Yeah. He shouldn't have played. He should have played for round one. Yeah, they need to give him more time. He's, he's not even half the Franklin that we know. And that's not age because he's still able to get his, his running power still there. He's not able to mark ball and he's just not able to turn like he does. On a dime, yeah. Like his, his agility is just gone. So, I, I, yeah, I, I worry about that. But um, we both know and we both said Franklin's back end of the year draw is amazing. Oh, after their buy, it's oh. just... So literally, the, the first half now. of their year is so hard. He's on this watch list as well. Uh, it's but crazy. Um, now, someone I think is relevant now is Jacob Hopper with Callum Ward going down. Um, he showed that he can obviously be a really good scorer. He's currently averaging a hundred point seven. Chris, riddle me this: Who's averaging more between one hundred eight point three? Who's averaging more between Hopper and Taranto? Hopper, wait, way more. Well, and what do we say preseason about who's going to get more minutes in that midfield? Because of his, because of the way that he plays, he's an inside beast. Agreed. And people are surprised that he's doing so well. I don't know why he is an inside winner. He's he's a gun. He's a dead set gun, and he's going to be on radars. And next year, people will be choosing him as a starting midfielder. Yeah. So he he is his body is pretty like solid. Yeah. Too. Well, I think now it's his midfield. Yeah. He's that big body midfielder in there that can really take the game by well, the Well, they need a tough mid now because Kelly and they're, all, they're outside. Yep. You know, so, well, Kelly he, can play well, inside. He's inside as well, but you still need a the bigger, big body a bigger that takes body. the hits. You need a yeah. bigger body like Crips that someone that actually gets in there like an Ollie Wines that starts smashing people. Yep. Yep. Someone that when they pick it up, you kind of like hesitate as to whether you want to like get hit. Agreed. Yep. Um, obviously, Joshy Kelly, I think that he'll still be top four. Um, I'm just, in terms of average... 
just waiting until he starts going down. I mean, his first two games, what, is, what has he had? He's had some great he, he, he floated in. This round was a lot better. Um, last one, I think he got like 95 first gear, and then this time he got like 117. What have we got here? Hitting third or something. I think it's about 95 going in first gear yeah. and a 114 in second 114, gear. 114, yep. So he, he's actually looking pretty Mates. good. And look at his upcoming opponents. Where have we got here? So Yeah, Frio, Sydney, Saints, Hawks, Carlton, God, Melbourne, Gold run. Coast. I know. That's what I was saying. Remember how I said I want to get them around Saints? Saints, Hawks, Carlton, Melbourne, G- uh, oh. Gold Coast. So I would love to get him in. If I that had, If I had Libertore... I even swear I mean, to God, when Libba hits 520k or whatever, I yeah. would love to sideways trade him to But even him. look at like someone like Adelaide. Adelaide don't tag, even though they've got a strong midfield. They don't tag a midfielder. North run over the top of them. They Not don't like tag that. anymore. I think GWS are going to win most of these games. Yep. And and look at these so, look at these open like open midfield Essendon, open midfield Brisbane, you know, yep, it's like they they, don't tag. open midfield Richmond, open midfield Collingwood. This is just going to be a dream run. I yeah. tell you what. Not to mention, remember his two big games last year, Chris? Like 200 and whatever? Yep. Big Both games. against Gold Coast. Carlton Gold Coast, Cal- I think. Um, and don't they play Gold Coast twice, GWS? Yeah, so they play Gold Coast. So, yep. so in that stretch, you've got two Gold Coast games. However, one of them is last round, so it's not going to matter for leagues, but it will matter, obviously, overall. for overall. So, Oh, yeah, I'm looking at Josh getting, Kelly. I'm looking at Kelly and um, Canelio mm-hmm. to fill mm-hmm. my side out. Yeah, it's a, my three. it's a lovely little upgrade target. Now, Luke Ryan showed what he could do, obviously, with his massive, massive 150. Um, That's huge. Oh, it's, it's just a huge one. So what's he averaging? He's averaging quite well now with that score. He's averaging 104.5. So I tipped him as a flat 100 average for the year, and I think that he's still achievable, but we'll see how I that goes. With, the, with big ceiling games, though, your average can really float. Yeah. Um, Canelio as well, of course. Um, I, I think he's a jet. If you have him, do not trade him. I think he'll be good for the yeah, year. Yeah, he's averaging 104 and a half, though. He's just floating at the moment. He's just had a couple of poor he had, games. He had he's one had big a, game. He had a lot of attention. Tagged. Yeah, That's big game issue. tagged and then a couple of flat hundreds. So, yeah. yeah. But again, you know that you know, you know that they're going to come into a, an easier streak. The, the, the better that Whitfield goes, the better it is for Canelio. As yeah. soon as he starts stops getting that attention, and they start realizing that GWS are reading regardless of what Canelio does. Yeah, they'll just go for the damaging person in Whitfield because he's, 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 re- he's the reason they're winning, guaranteed. And they want it in his hands. They Literally, they want it in his hands. Their ball movement relies how, on Lockie Whitfield. We'll see how they move the ball when Whitfield gets shut down. But now, then all of a sudden, then Cornelio will start having scoreboard impact and then start kicking goals. And they're like, oh, damn it, let's go and well, I mean, hop they, on him. They shut down um, Whitfield and all of a sudden Williams comes into play. So, I, I mean, that's a biased like, thing for me to want Whitfield to be shut down, but... Here's, here's how I think it is. I think people forgot how damaging Whitfield is. It's almost like Jack Stephen of yesteryear, where the first four rounds, no attention, he goes bang, 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 and everyone goes, oh, yeah, that guy. And then literally shut down, shut down, shut down, yep. shut down. And then he just it completely ruins and his ruins year. And ruins his year. So, yeah. it's, it's almost like they just forgot the 6-6 Which... six, six rule, and they've just gone, hang on, look how much space this guy's getting. Look how much damage this I guy's doing. I can't believe... Watching a GWS game is just like, him. where is Whitfield? Because they're passing it to him. Literally, yeah. And you're like, is no one putting attention on him? I just get angry. I get angry watching <laughs> yeah. it. It's so frustrating. Oh, it, even like, I saw that the other one. But you're watching around going, is there no one else? Is there no one else? Is there no one else? <laughs> no one's on him. No one's on him. Well done, sir. That is a fantastic reference. Is <laughs> there no one else? I love a Thor reference. Oh, good. I love it. That's so good. Not yeah, Thor. Is it Thor? Is yeah. it, what is it from? Um, sure. No, is not. It? No, it's not. It's not Thor. What Troy. Troy. I've got a slur. But yeah, Troy, yeah. Ah, yeah, no. uh, yeah. Sorry, Troy. 
So Starts good. With a T. Close. So good. I was like, that. Um, now Billings is an interesting target. Um, he might be a must-have, and I think he might be a top six. But I don't. I will be waiting until the buyers to look at. Uh, yeah, I want to see more track history. Plus, don't forget the Saints are—they've uh, won three, lost one, and the other one was a nail biter. And we all know that uh, Billings loves Scores a good old downhill skiing. Well, in wins, so yeah, yep. Sicily's uh, drops be- quite a lot. Chris, I actually heard he has his uh, end of season plans already booked, <laughs> and I'm guessing they're not in September. <laughs> well, you know, he'll, uh, he wants to hit the uh, ski slopes for some downhill skiing. So, oh, he's. He likes a good old Queenstown run, does he? likes run, a good he? old downhill ski. I like so. it. I and unfortunately, that. the best time to ski is uh, September. <laughs> it is. It's a little bit closer to winter, so you have fresh snow. <laughs> oh. Sorry, the Saints fans out there. By the way, if you are asking questions on Twitch, we will get to them. We, uh, we're just going to go through these uh, watch this guys, uh, before we get to the Twitch questions. So thank you very much for staying on board with us. Yeah. Um, Sicily. So I think I think again. He's, I think he's a must-have as well. I think again. literally you're looking at and he's dropping in price. Here's the thing: there's five defenders must-have. I feel. Yep. Um, you've got Lloyd, Whitfield, uh, Laird, Sick Dog, and Hearn. I agree. Yeah. And I, that means that you really have one position that you can go point a difference on. Well, I think that I'm hoping that other one goes to Williams. Hopefully, but if we look at jeez. I don't, I don't know how this season's going to play out, but yeah, I do believe that, yeah, those top five, they, they're streets ahead of I think, I think you, yeah, they're Absolute the top five. streets ahead. I think they're top five. The next one closest is probably Ryan. And he's not really a must-have. You could probably have a, no. there's a blanket over that next sort yeah, of group, Yeah, you could go like a, a crisp, uh, crisp, or you could go like, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's like much and muchness. So exactly it right. Yeah. It doesn't matter as much. Yep, I agree. On that, so. I'm with um, so we've got Rory Lennon here. We've already discussed him. Seb Ross, I, I still... He's I like him, horrible, Chris. Yeah, but he's it's role dependent with Ross, and he gets into these patches of form. He's got a break even of ninety now. He's dropped how much cash has dropped? Not much. Six k from his starting. No, forty three k from his starting price. He's, Not much. He's got a, a break even nine. So he's probably on, a, on an upward trend now. But five hundred fourteen k for someone who could potentially average you say one hundred five to one hundred ten. Again, I don't, don't touch him. I don't think that's going to be top ten numbers. Don't touch him unless he drops to like four sixty. Swear to God. I don't reckon he's going to though. He's, he's too good. He finds too much of the ball. His issue is not that it's his delivery, right? It's, he gets enough of the ball. It's just either it's A, too uncontested, yep. which is great for Dream Team, but not for Supercoach, or B, it's just a turnover. Uh, he spent way too much on his offseason at, at an abattoir. <laughs> what? The fuck is an abattoir? It's where they kill, they butcher meat, Chris. He's a butcher. Is he really? Yeah, abattoir is where they take the. So cows. is he a butcher? No. Oh, he's a butcher oh by Oh my god. Oh, good one. Oh, that's that makes so much more sense oh, now. Don't okay, all right. Note to self. Rule one, don't use words that Chris doesn't understand. <laughs> Man, I'm a roofer, bro. Uh number so you two can't use that terminology for a week. Uh number two <laughs> Jesus. Oh uh, yeah, I'm making jokes. Um all right, so we are almost through this list, not money to go. Uh Jeremy Howe I still think is is a viable selection. He's just getting consistent this year. So if you look at his scoring pattern, what's he had here? Um, eight, so 89, 99, 103, 74. I yeah. think that if you're really looking as a, as a D6 option, I think it's going to be cheap enough at times. The important one, I think, is Tim Kelly. Uh, this low price in his mm. cycle, I think, is going to be great. Um, this is a, a real soon one. We need to be. We also attention. need to see how, if how plays again, uh, if how lines up, because Kelly was really rattled by the tag. And I know we posted about it that, you know, they came on straight up. Uh, Deboa went up. Tag Kelly. And it was funny because Geelong literally saw someone run to Kelly and they're like, Ugh, this doesn't look nice. So they're like, Kelly, come off the field. Yeah. So then Kelly comes off and then Dubois like, oh, well, stuff you. I'll go tag Dangerfield. 
So like, yes, and then they run around for a while, and then as he's getting tired, Deboa, um, Deboa comes off, and then they're like, Kelly, get back on. Go yeah. towards the fourth, and then literally Kelly goes on, kicks a goal. So in his first, in his score, that's so bad from tagging, one of those, like his goal wasn't actually when... So the points that he actually made weren't, weren't even a part of... Weren't when he was being tagged. And then all of a sudden, he gets tagged for the first half. Deplorable, no run, and then... Falls like origami. And then they're like, oh, okay, well, let me... Uh, yeah, I've ruined his self-esteem, so now I'll just go run with Dangerfield. Kelly does nothing all game, literally. It's like, it's just in his head where, you know, oh, but he said I'm bad. And just does nothing. Absolutely ruined his mojo. Gone toast. Then Tim ruins, Kelly is the most overrated player of the year. And then ruins Dangerfield for the second half, who couldn't even handle having someone run with him. Which is strange for Danger because he usually works for a tag really well. Very strange. And now people have seen him get rattled. Uh, I think he'll be more prepared next well, time. Well, I think that just shows to the competition how good DeBoer really is. And I don't think Danger's actually thought it through because it's like, mate, Selwood's on the outside now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, Duncan doesn't get... A, he gets a lot of the ball and he's great with his, his use of the ball. But... You know, the damaging one, which we said, Kelly. Well, you know, wait until someone tags Kelly because we could see it happening. And then they went and did it. And then he went and changed over and then ruined Dangerfield. So now teams are sitting there going, Prick pro quo. Prick quick pro quo. How much do you reckon he scores against Fife this week? Also, how much do you reckon Fife scores against DeBoer this week? I think he, I don't know, 100 flat. He'll probably get 100 flat. Fife still goes 100. Yeah. Getting tagged. 100 flat. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. I don't oh, know. Tim Kelly to me is just overrated. Um, I think that he still will be a top six forward, probably, maybe top 10 um, at the absolute lowest, which means that you need to keep an eye on him. Yeah, he's got so a break even of 145, and he's lost 8K to- so far. So he'll probably go down. He'll be, I reckon, maybe 460, might 470. If Howe tags him this week, and then even better. If you can get a Tim Kelly for, say, 460, I think that's a great win. Yep. Great win. I'm with you. So someone definitely to watch. David Mundy as well has had some really poor scores. Backs up with a 150, but can he continue it when with Fife, Fife comes in the back? Side. Yes. So he's lost 37k on the season. He's down to 483k. Um, so if you really want to take a punt on someone, David Mundy, I think he's going to still average 95. Yeah, go Dunkley. He'll still be top go 10. Go Dunkley to Mundy. There you go. Well, make, some, make some cash back. Um, what's happening with Dane Zorko? I don't know. Is he just not getting the same ball? I tell you what, maybe he's playing in midfield. He's on the end of he's. You know what it is? He's on the end of cha- Lockie Neal's getting the clearance, and he's the one that's exploding from the stoppage with a handball receive. So they're using him more as an outlet as opposed to the guy that gets the hard ball. Yeah, initially. Uh, and I don't think he's hit the scoreboard as much either. That's uh, true. I think the the lines are more rounded that they're not relying on him to be the only guy. Uh, I tell you what, the other issue is Chris. I don't think he's drinking enough coffee. I haven't seen him at the cafe. Agreed. I, I'm assuming, Abs- you're absolutely I right. I can only assume he's not drinking <laughs> enough coffee bean. I'll tell you what. So, Zork, if you're fair. out there, mate, just get on down to your local 63 cafe and just have some more coffee and I'll be there. I will wait. I he will. will. Yeah. And we've now got a, a new subscription, which is going to donate directly to the cause of buying Dane Zorko a coffee. Yeah. If we get enough money, we might actually be able to purchase his time to then make him drink a $5 <laughs> How coffee. How be if we could get Dane Zorko on here That'd for so a good. podcast? We're gonna, like, get, we're gonna get big enough. We're one like day. raise five grand. We'll give you five grand, and uh, we're gonna buy you a coffee. We need like, we need like the Phantom or something to be like, oh, you're our Brisbane rep. You go see Dane Zorka. No, what we need is our new possible friends to oh, join um, in. We might just quickly take a break. Um, we are going to the game this week. It is full kit wanker week. Yeah. So we're going to the game tomorrow night. Uh, Brisbane versus Collingwood. I'm sitting in the members, and he's sitting with the plebs. Ah, uh, sorry, you're sitting with the Collingwood. I am on, uh, on, on the wing. Also called the plebs. Sixty dollars tickets or some stupid shit. <laughs> like yeah, with the plebs. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> um, so we are going to do a meet and greet. So if you are going to the game or in the area. Uh, yes, uh, the Pineapple Hotel, 6 p.m. till 7 p.m. Yeah, we will be there from 6 till 7. Um, yeah, well, you, you know, know what, you, we, look you know what like. we look like. Yeah. Come up and say, hey, I'll be the douchebag in the full kit with the full boots on and everything. Yeah, I only know what you look like from your nudes. <laughs> Agreed. That's so, not going to happen tomorrow night. Um, so it'll be fun. Um, make yourself known to us. We're not going to just walk up to random people and go, hey, do you know that we're from Supercoach Insider? That's not going to happen. <laughs> you do that anyway. So come say hello. Um, it'll be really fun. And uh, yeah, uh, that's it. Say hi, buy us a beer. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. Or, or subscribe. I mean, do one of the two. Maybe a coffee. Give, Chris, it, to, give it to no, Dave. Don't, no, don't, don't push the people. We're blokes, right? Just start with a beer. That'd be nice. Yeah, that's true. The beer's always nice. That's you know? true. Just buy me a beer before you... Now, I do think that Sammy Menegolo has obviously got a lot more to offer. Um, so he's one to keep an eye on. He's lost 47K and he's down to just under 500K. So, Ooh. I mean, someone you could just be like, look, I'm just going to take a punt in Menegolo for the rest of the year because I think he's going to be average. The problem is still the buyers, though. Well, yeah, no, but you can. I think you can afford to have three of the same buy players in one area at the most. But that's what I mean. Like, that's why you should have only started with two so that you could keep an eye on who the third one was. Right. So you can get the right third one in because otherwise you can't have four. That well, would really Dunkley screw you. Dunkley is 467. How much is? Uh, it's another 30K or 27K. Oh, 7K. You don't have enough. Nah. Nah. Anyway, um, Jack Gunson, of course, I think that he's just always in the top 10 discussion. He's dropped to 40, uh, 478K. Yeah, but he had a bad round. He did. And he's got a, now a break even of 158. So you yeah, could maybe start, side swap next week. He has a good run of 100, 100, 100. And then he pulls out this poor game of like a 58. Yeah. It always happens somewhere. Jackie Crisp again. Uh, um, he's got a high break even with that poor score still in his system, which is 154 break, break even of. He's lost 38K. He's down to 481. He can probably get down to about 460 before yeah. he starts going back up. So someone to keep an eye on there. I'm still waiting for Dunkley to have a good score, to be honest. Dunkley is completely... We're up to West Dunkley. dropped that now, by the way, after his 150 or whatever. He's on my watch list. Dunkley is someone, if there's an injury in midfield to the dogs... Or if Bont goes as a role change, and I've actually said this in the last couple of days. Injury in the midfield or an injury in the forward line? Here's, here's hit, your man. No, not even. Yeah, if any injury in the forward line, Interesting Bont stat. goes forward. Did you know that the Dogs have either won or equaled the inside 50 count every single week that they've played this year, yet they're only 2-2, two and two, and one of those games against the Hawks, they were lucky to win just because they kicked seven or eight goals in the last quarter. They've only Outside of that game, their high score is like 82 I think they have massive, massive problems with their forwards. They're not performing the way that they want, which is going to mean what? Bond goes forward. So I think if this week, if it turns around this week, they're playing Carlton this week. Yeah, I have to keep... If they win the inside 50 count again and they lose or they don't kick a high score, it's done. That Bond will go forward. That's my prediction. It's my big one for the week. So if that's the case, Dunkley's got to be a... You've got to keep him for this week. Um, and then you can't really trade Bond in there. I, I can't... It's just a classic Bevo, but it's a Bevo move, right? Yeah. So I just... I wonder what... Bons, I put on my Bevo cap and I go, if, what if Bevo If Bond's on your do? watch list, I wouldn't mind seeing his ownership now because he was very low. He's, he's not currently on my watch list, I don't think. No, okay. Because I'm pretty sure at the start of the year it was 3% because I considered him... Yeah. Because he was so low-end. Um, Katie Simpson, Devin Smith. I mean, these guys, you know, guys that... Devin you know, looks horrible. Devin's lost a lot of money. He's lost 50K. He's down to 480. He's got a break-even of 120, and which he could have horrible. He's getting less disposals because he's not playing as inside. He's getting less tackles 
you could put those two together and you're scoring 80s, not 100s. I agree. Uh, bad, bad, bad. Jackie Darling has dropped quite a lot. He's dropped 41K. He's down to 430K. So Ooh. if you've just got that, you know, say you could go a Dunkley to a Darling. Dunkley to a Darling. That's just like... I do think that, I, I, again, I still think that Darling is going to be good. He's had two 90 scores. He just hasn't really grabbed a game by the scuff of the neck yet. And the big one, of course, is uh, Mr. Westhoff himself. He's dropped 113K down what? to 436,000. I could afford him. You can. He's got a break even of 167, so you I might not wait. want him this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cheap. He's going to be under 400K in two weeks. I don't think I want him anyway. Here's the thing. His role's horrible. No, it is. Charlie Dixon's supposed to be back in a couple of weeks. Is he? Which means he'll probably take Westhoff's role and then West uh, frees Westhoff up to either play that wing role, which he's been playing early in the JLT and in round one, or behind the ball as a replacement for that Jack Watts role that was mm. sort of absorbed by, I think, Dougal Howard came in. Yeah, that. I think they had a couple of injuries and stuff. So he's really, yeah. he's really played. So well. what happens, I will be watching that with an eagle eye. If, if Dixon comes in and that first week Westhoff gets 100, he's in my team the next week. So it is role dependent with Westhoff. We know this. And he could be around 400k. That's he could easy. be under 400k. What's he now? 438. Oh, we yeah, got break even at 167. He'll be under 400. What's his predicted drop? Uh, his predicted drop is another 41k oh. with a score of 74. He gets a score of 74 or below. He drops below 400k this year. That's hectic. You could almost side swap Darcy Moore to Justin Westhoff in round six. You could, and it gives you forward, uh, gives you ruck swing. Oh, that's insane to think about that. That is just insane. Um, <laughs> is it? Oh, I would hate to start with Westhoff, but he uh, should be on everybody's watch list for the next Chris, few weeks. It's five. We've just spoken half an hour about we your have, list. About uh, your list. All these guys, anyway. Move on. They're all. You can see all the other guys. They're all sort of speculative. I think Wingard's got value. Obviously, Franklin we mentioned earlier. Tom Scully, just keep an eye on him. Jimmy Webster's played really poor so far this year. And Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald is 402K. Break even of what? He's dropped 126K. He's got a break even of 130. Mm. Um, and he had his first decent score of the week last yeah, week. Yeah, you're like 80 um, or 90, didn't he? Yeah, an 80. Yeah. Um, he got a lot to offer, but I wouldn't be touching him just yet. Wait for the Ds to turn things around, and then he start playing better football before that comes into play. All right. All right. Should we start with Twitch and work our way back? Uh, yeah, have a look at Twitch, uh, Twitch questions. Or should we just go straight into Supercoach Insider questions and then work our way back through Twitch and finish on Twitch? Let's go with Twitch, because these guys are live. They've been waiting. They are. They have They've been, been waiting. waiting and listening to you ramble about your predicted lists and stuff for half an hour. So. Excellent. All right. Struder says first, uh, butters or setters... And Bolter to uh, uh, Riley O'Brien and Stack? Yes, no. Um, I, like we discussed earlier, it depends on who's on field. Yeah, um, I, think, I think Butters you should probably keep. But I mean, I'd the problem is that, that bad scores in his cycle for three weeks. Mm. But um, he has more to go and he has scored quite well. So if he's on field, 100% keep that. Um, if he's not on your field, he's not offering you anything anyway. Um, apart from extra cash. Gen. And it all depends on the news tomorrow. Yeah, and it does depend on the news tomorrow. For me, um, I would go setters to uh, Riley O'Brien, and I'd probably not worry about stack unless you just definitely need the cash. Trades are worth too much for that, in my opinion. Um, uh, let's have a look here. Buy rounds will sort out the pretenders. You're yep. absolutely right, Kato23. Um, all right. Uh, Sir Black Knight says affiliate. Yes, yes, we are, mate. Thanks very much. Here we go, going through here. Hashtag blessed. Thanks, uh, Chris. Yep. 
He loves everyone loves it. Everyone loves the hair. Yeah, haircut. No one noticed my week. haircut that I had, and my, my hair died. I'm, I'm all of a sudden, all of a sudden, less grey. I'm a lot more brown. But see, Chris, the problem is still all this. <laughs> you can have it's a trim. Such a burn. You can have a trim. Such a burn. How many people have noticed your haircut, Chris? No, no one cares. You're the you're you're the face of the campaign. This is what I said. You're the one that needs to be on the posters. My, mine was a bit more obvious. I'm the brains. Mine was a bit more obvious. <laughs> it's pinky and the brain, brain, brain. Anyway, um, all right. So we've got. Let me do, let me move this in so that we can I can accurately see this a little bit clearer and. I, the mic becomes easier to, to view. All right. So we've got, uh, hey guys, uh, thoughts on Goldie down to mummy and Butters to, down to stack. Uh, my reasons for this are Butters has slightly peaked. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, then North and, uh, e- sorry, BFO 48, then he versus Eagles, then North and Collingwood. All three of the best teams with good midfielders. I can't see him scoring that wealth down to mummy. Uh, my, my thoughts going down to Mummy is he still has a negative break even scoring well and will upgrade him to Gorn around the buys um, I don't like going down no. and then going like essentially you started him traded it to someone else and then traded back someone else when you could have just literally started uh, yeah I agree there's, there's three things in play here um, sorry there's three three players I wouldn't trade to Mummy and that's Grundy, Gorn, Goldstein you, you chose Goldstein because you thought he could be a top two Ruckman. He's only averaging, I think, five points per game less than Max Gorn at the moment anyway. So, like, yep. why does that matter? Yeah, hold to the buys. Um, hold to the buys. And then if it's if it's desperate that you need to go, then you can you know, find up you know, the extra 100K Sideways or whatever. Or whatever. Oh, they'll probably be around, the, or maybe around the same then. Yeah. Um, so, I wouldn't do that. I can understand the temptation for people to go to Mummy. But here's something you need to understand about Mummy. There's two things. First of all... He's already proved in his first couple of games that he's at being questionable tackles that are going to get him suspended. He he gets that dangerous tackle motion every single game and gives away a free kick for yeah, it. Yeah, and it's easy to start off a couple of games, but then what happens after 10 games? He might get sore, you know, like who knows? He's, he's old. Coming back after a year out, he he's will be old. rested. Yeah. He'll guarantee to be rested. So I understand that, you know, you want him for 10 rounds or whatever to the buys or however many games there are left. I just don't know that that's going to be okay. And the problem is most people don't have ruck cover in R3. The whole point of the original plan of Grundy or Gorn, Mummy and R3 is that the R3 was playing. So worst case scenario, you could chuck someone onto your field to cover that while one of them was missing. If you don't have a playing R3, you can't do that. So I wouldn't bother. Um, And I wouldn't be trading Riley O'Brien in just to do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. Small whisper that he may be out for a week. Yeah, it's the hip issue. So he was injured in um, late. Oh, uh, no. It was about, what, halfway through the third quarter? Yeah, still went on big. Yeah, and he still hit another 60 points or something Someone after landed that. on him. Yeah. It was just in a tackle. It was a corky. Like, it's... It was a... Pr- <laughs> he just landed awkwardly. And he got up, played out the game. It was warm. And, of course, when you get colder, you know, it just takes they a while. They played on the Friday night, too, didn't they? So he has... Yeah, it's eight day break. Yeah, um, I think he'll be fine. But worst case, I think, I think he'll, he'll be, be fine. He might, he might just play forward. He might be laid out. Worst or case, laid out or play forward. Yeah, and so. yeah, and so that's the issue is that he'll probably play forward this week. Um, I'm okay with it. Whatever. He's hit a one thirty seven and one thirty. You can take it easy and hit a seventy or eighty or whatever. Um, watch everyone jump off him again. It'll be great. Deja vu. Uh, Struder says Burgess and McKay. I don't know what that's in reference to. Oh, sorry. Um, okay, Blakey eleven twenty one. 
I had Callum Mills, so I needed to do uh, Butters downgrade to, to upgrade Mills to Hearn. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, if you've got problems in your team, you need to address them. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm hoping that Butters is not on your field, but I mean, Mills is going so bad that, yeah. I mean, he's not going terrible. Like, he still hit a ton the other week, though, didn't he? Yeah, the other week. From defense. I mean, he's playing defense, but. Yeah, the other week. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it was last week. The same week Heaney went big. Uh, people said, Lewis, yep, we understand. Thank you very much. Uh, um, Strudis says, I already got rid of Hall. Needed to grab Parker before round three. Yeah, good good call. Parker made some decent cash. I'm really hoping that Parker will be able to continue that cash gen. Yeah, he hurt himself. And meanwhile, how bad was it? There's about a half an hour period where about three rookies went down injured, like minorly injured. Yep. Still bad. Uh, Being a Carol said, have you seen my comment? Yes, we have, Nen. I'm sorry about that. Um, Tatum SNN says Crisp has screwed me. <laughs> He's not that bad, but he did like he had that one awesome score in the week. Later, he had like a twenty-seven. Yeah, people or something, like Crisp is great. Yeah, one thirty when they just racked weeks up a the long ball. time in footy, yeah, especially yeah, in super coach. Big time in footy. The, the problem with the, here's the thing with um, Collingwood is that the way that their defenders work is that it's all matchup dependent. So they don't have specific roles that they play every single week all six of them go matchup dependent. So if there's someone that's really pacey and tall, that's Chris will take. Someone that's really good in the air, that's Jeremy Howe. Someone who's stronger, like a, a almost key position, that's a Tom Langdon. So depending on who that is in each team will depend on what they do to match it up. I'll tell you what, their defenders are actually going to love Brisbane forwards. Because they are... We, sure. We're not very good. Yeah. Uh, all, literally all we have are the small forwards. You know, like the ones that put pressure well, on. They're dangerous. McStay's played. Yeah, they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if they're doing well, they're well. But yeah. you, you look at them and you've got Hipwood and, and McStay, you're like, yeah. Like if they're, think- on, if they're on form, they can hit, kick a few goals, right? But at the same time, yeah. there's more games that they do nothing than there is games that they pull That's it out of the That's just young forward line, though. I don't, that's what Same I mean. with so Hipwood. If, you, like, if, you, if kicks, you're a Collingwood defence... Hipwood comes out of like the woodwork and he's just dominant. Uh, the most points this week will go to A, the midfield, and B, Collingwood defence. That's it. Well, Darcy Moore to... Uh, yeah. Oh, how good's Jordan Ruffhead been, by the way? Imagine if you jumped on that early. Huge. Jesus, he's just Averaging like 82 him. or something. That would have been a good uh, good cash grab if you could have had it. In a, like He's actually better than Moore. Yeah. He's averaging, I think, 10 points per game. 82, more. something like that. Yeah, far out, man. Yeah, good for drafts. Anyway. Anyway, move on. Um, can you... Can you? Yeah, I, I, I checked that, Binger. Um, well done. Um, if Stocker comes in, Simpson might move up to the wing, which is bad for his scoring. So Simpson's always better behind the ball in the pocket. Is Stocker a defender? He's been playing off the halfback flank in the VFL, really? but he's not. He's only a midfield owner in Supercoach. Right. Um, where Wally? Hey, lad, just come on board. Uh, when you were talking about merit, neither yeah. ears were burning. <laughs> yeah. nice. We had to mention, yeah. Um, can I ask the room if people got a tw- uh, Twitch notification for tonight? I don't know. Did everyone? Hopefully they did. Hopefully. Um, yeah, we've, we, last week we had an issue where our... On the Wednesday didn't Wednesday announce, night, but the we, Thursday did. Yeah, so I'm not sure Thursday. if that's Twitch or whatever's happening. We've got quite a lot of viewers right now, so I think everyone got a notification, so well. which is good. Um, excellent. And you're going to hate me, but I did ignore your advance, your advice and brought in Marshall for the uh, ride and scored 24-35 last week. Time will tell if I'm wrong. Yeah, and look, that, that's, I mean... Who's that? Uh, this is... is uh, Mount Mount Moorstar, so I don't know who that is, but... Uh, I know Ben was one of the ones that was... Uh, 
Super coach is about risk reward. If it ben works Ash- out for you, then you're fantastic. I think Ben Ashton was one ripping saying, "I will show yeah, you." Yeah, yeah, we had a we had Could a big be. laugh about it. He's a good bloke. Could be. Um, yeah, we just look. We have uh, different opinions, and everyone's different in the way they view things. I don't hate people for doing it. I, yeah, I just I wish I was that guy, but I I also kind of can't because the more risks you take don't in something, apologize. Up, you're an absolute like, wank at times online. Well, yeah, but because you're so passionate. Don't get me wrong, I love you, but then the, I, that's, I see, but I see you, know you that's go the off, right advice. Right? I see you go off on the tangent, and I'm like tangent. I'm like, don't listen to Chris. He's just being a dickhead. Uh, at the end of the day, our our job is to give the best advice possible, and that is the best advice. However. Doesn't mean that I don't want to be like, hey man, I really want to take Chris, a risk. <laughs> at the end of the day, our job is to entertain. That's true. And to provide advice. But if we want someone, it doesn't shit, have to be the best advice. If we want someone what, to score shit. Is, they could just follow you. Excuse me, I'm talking. <laughs> they can follow me. Yes, thanks very much. <laughs> they can make their own bad choices. You would give them advice, and mm-hmm. then it's up to them to make their own choices. Just yeah, because their choice doesn't align with what your choice would be, doesn't mean that it's a wrong choice. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and, uh, Stonesy, Stonesy, well, ha- welcome buddy. Um, 30 trades left. What to do with Bolter? Um, uh, you, yeah, you're going to need to trades. do something with him. Hold what to do with Dunkley. His role is shit. Hold or not. Is that, um, is that Swizz? Yeah. Well, he's posting it on Facebook and now he's also posting on the, on the I Twitch. respect that. Now, Stonesy, we've got a surprise for you, mate. So, um, thank you very much, Stonesy, uh, out there for, uh, jumping on board with us and helping us with our Twitch. So, we're going to gift you our first sub, mate. You're going to be our first sub, which is pretty going to be pretty cool. So for those... And that's subscriber, not sub in a, in a different way. Yeah. For those at home, this is what you're literally watching right now. Um, I'm going to be able to gift a sub. Uh, here we, now, this is going to be weird. It's like Inception right here. They're watching me, watching uh, me, watching this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to gift a subscription. Jeez, you're not wrong. Yeah, right? I told you. That's trippy as. Um, Stonesy, where you at? Stonesy. There we go. He's got the mug. Ah, as his display pick. Well done, Stonesy. What a classy bloke. And we're going to gift him a subscription. Here we are. Now, I'm going to need to put my card details in here. So. Really? Yeah. Are we paying ourselves? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I'm paying him. Wait, I'm paying us. We're gifting it to him. Why is it eight bucks now? I'm, while I do this, I might actually have to, uh. Uh, I I will do that in the background while while this is happening, but I don't want people to you, you watch just, my. Uh, you do that. I'll start talking about. I'm going to do. I'll start talking about Facebook questions, Chris. All right, you get into the Facebook questions. Let's Jeez. do this. Look at you. Love your your pre planning and thought here, Chris. Uh, so Nick says thoughts on Butters to stack. We already mentioned that if if um, Butters is is on field, you don't really want to rely on these other guys. Uh, Swizz, what to do with Dunkley? Well, man, I, I am in your boat, and I've he- I actually heard this question about uh, 30 seconds ago from a guy called um, Dave Swizz. Um, so, <laughs> Fair enough. Look, uh, for me, they're versing Carlton. They're against Carlton, should I say. Um, so for me, I'm holding this week. He Last year, he still had some down games, and then he pulled out some 127s, just bang, bang, bang. So at this point, I'm kind of holding. I don't think he's going to drop too much. Like, he'll probably drop, if he does, 400k or whatever. Like, you know, I don't think it's that dire at this point. Um, as we've already, as we've already seen, Westhoff and those are already dropping like flies around him. So I don't think his score is going to be that bad that he'll drop below four. Um, he should hopefully, and then a couple of big games and he's bang right up over five again anyway, and then you can move him on at a high price. So I think you have to kind of wait for that high score. Um, should we be trading Dunkley again, Tim Smith? So similar boat. Uh, you can, if you like, but he's already dropped a little bit of cash. Um, I think 
yeah, a good score could be around the corner, but that's it's personal preference. I think against Carlton and he could actually do okay. Um, again, I just hope that he has a couple of high scores to float his price back up again, and then you can move him on to someone else. Um, otherwise, you've already lost cash, and especially it's a bit early to go one down, one up, just to correct a trade. There you go. There it goes. Welcome to uh, being our first subscriber there, mate. How good is that? Stonesy just subscribed. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's cool, hey. All right. Williams to Lloyd, but two trades, Jordan. Uh, I think Williams to Lloyd is worth two trades. Not unless you're already going down. Like, if you feel like there's a rookie that you must have and you do that downgrade and then you have this cash and then you want to do an upgrade, I could see sense in that. But if you're doing it just to get Lloyd in, I think that's a bit excessive. Uh, look, uh, Stonesy's got a little um, a merit badge there as well. So it says that he's a one-month subscriber. Well, well done, Stonesy. Congratulations. Um, and hopefully there's more to come. So uh, we do like, obviously, people jumping on board to support us. Keep going. Uh, James, from here to the end of the season, name your top 10 candidates to finish his top six forwards. Uh, we're not going to do that this week because we're going to be doing that with joint. Um, a joint podcast with our mates over at Supercoach Insider. Oh, sorry, Supercoach Elites. Um, yes. Probably next week, probably early in the week. Maybe Monday night, even after the Monday night game is uh, what we're thinking, but we'll see Fair how enough. we go. Okay. Uh, thoughts on going VC Whitfield into Crips? Uh, I don't think it minds who you go for a VC, to be honest. But uh, I know a lot of people are choosing between Lockie Neal and Grundy. Who would you go with, Chris? Neither. I don't think either of them are a good option this week. Um, I think that uh, Steph Martin has absolutely been tailing up Ruckman this year. And whilst Grundy does have a good record against him, they're a different beast this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not comfortable going um, with Grundy. I'm... Not also comfortable going with Neil because I think that they will have Greenwood that will Greenwood's not named. Um oh no, they didn't they didn't name him. No. Oh. That's surprising. I thought they would uh No, he didn't train he didn't train on the uh, oval today either. And Oh uh, wow, not, so not he's named. injured. No, no, just not named. He wasn't hmm. playing in the open session. That's so. really interesting. Uh, so maybe that opens up the um the hole that I thought was there. Um maybe not. Hmm, that's interesting. Okay, so I might go Neil then. Yeah. But I had planned originally on going VC Crips. No, VC Gorn, sorry, against Ron Marshall yeah. into Crips. Uh, I think that that is possibly... The biggest ma- mismatch? Well, here's the thing. Ron Marshall's not really a tap ruckman. He's not a, a good ruckman really at all, in my opinion. Um, but he's great around the ground. That's where he scores his points. Proust is in doubt too, by the way. Well, yeah. Uh, knocked to his I, I do believe that Max Gorn's actually going to towel up Ron Marshall. I think there's over 50 hitouts and a lot to advantage. So we'll see how that pans out. I'm going to VC Gorn regardless, I think. I think he could have a 150-160 this week, whereas I think that Lockie Neal against a, could be a like Collingwood a one, sign... 125 or something. 120, 130. You know, yeah. he's had a lot of big scores recently. He's in form, but I can't see him going real big against Collingwood because they just deny the ball from the opposition. That's what they do. He hasn't scored under 127 yet, Chris. Which is great, isn't it? How do you not take that? Yeah, I can afford. I don't know. I Gorn, think, Gorn averaging one fourteen, and you want to not go with a guy who hasn't scored under one hundred twenty-seven. And also, Gorn's history in the last few games against um, uh, St Kilda, I think his lowest was like one twenty-six. Still not one twenty-seven. Agreed. We could find that anyway. Like, well, thank uh, you for pointing no, that out, uh, Captain Obvious. I haven't I haven't decided who I'm on a captain yet. Uh, but he is in my mix of, of choices. I think Crips will be a very, very, very popular choice. But the benefit is hoping not to get to your seat. 
Because that's where you're going to get. Fair call. So, um, okay, who is better trade target this week, Whitfield or Tom Stewart to and save 90K? Uh, Whitfield. Tom Stewart might float. He could be the sixth guy in, but again, we don't know what's going to happen when um, Tui comes back in. Yep. Uh, if anything, Tom Stewart is probably the perfect, for those who are only in draft like I do, the perfect time to actually try and get maximum value for your guy killing it. Um, so Tom Stewart, try and get maximum value for sure. Yep. Yeah. Like in any fallen midfielder, around there, you could go Stewart to like an Elliot Yo or something, possibly. You could go Stewart and hey, I'll go Stewart for Laird and easily make that happen, you know. So I think I'd be doing that more than anything. Yeah. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Um, the, uh, Sir Black Knight said there is no option for a tier one. There should be uh, for a tier one sub. Um, that's the, the like, if you just go to sub and click on subscribe, it should come up as a tier one. It's um, it's the first option. You actually have to change it to tier two or three if you want to go that route. So it should be the only real default option. Um, any further questions there on Facebook or? Um, yeah, just looking at um, Sam Perkins asked for his next move, which I find a bit hard. His team actually looks pretty good. He's got twenty nine trades. Uh, he can put Drew on the field instead of Setterfield, but it looks like he's trying to loophole with Petrotelli, so I'll just leave that. Fair enough. Um, yeah, just wait for team announcements really as to whether you want to bring in some of these other guys. Um, but yeah, I think your team actually looks pretty good. I mean, you got Libertori in there, you got Kelly Heaney, you got Laird and Lloyd. Um, so I think you must be sitting pretty, fairly pretty, to be honest. So yeah, Fair or I can just sit and chill. Um, is that the only? Is that the last? Facebook uh, that's question for Facebook. There? Quick to Twitter. Yep, we've got. We do have some Twitter questions as well. So that, there's a couple here. Um, so Supercoach Yenar Cheers. Uh, by the way, Supercoach Yenar Cheers. I think he was ranked in the top thirty last week. So yeah, he's killing it. Well done. Um, is it worthy downgrading a rook to stack to change Fort to O'Brien? No. no. <laughs> uh, don't jinx. do it. Um, Sideways. No, yep. that's two trades. The issue is it's two trades. When you, you know, you're going from someone who could make more money um, to someone that will make money, but two trades is worth, let's say, 300K generally. Will O'Brien make you 300K? And then you've got another trade after that to get in someone else. And the problem Uh, is that people that had, they wanted to start with a loophole ruck or they started with Clark. I mean, Clark's got two in, so you leave him anyway. The other one is you started with a loophole. So unless you have a ruck forward loophole, because in case a ruck starts to play, you can't go and just change your loophole plan and go, oh, okay, I'm just going to burn a trade and go from this rookie to that rookie because he's going to make money. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one to do. I mean, otherwise, unless you're going to loophole you know, Setterfield and then have a loophole in a different line at some point, it's just a messy. Yeah, it, it is messy. Tricky. It, could, it could work, but it's definitely risky. I also want messy. to keep a, that ruck forward um, option to bring in West off at some stage or Lysette if Lysette pulls it out of the bag. Um, either either I'm not really sure yet. So well, Westhoff has had a history of having big runs at point different points, just yep. hundred, hundred and ten over like eight games, just bang. Yep. So I think true. I think it could happen again. If um now would also be a good time before Charlie Dixon comes back in to target Westhoff in draft leagues too, just quietly. Also true. Also true. Yeah, buy them cheap and get rid of them high. So Stewart killing it right now, and yes, he might end up killing it, averaging a hundred and five or whatever it is for the year, which I doubt highly. So if you can get someone like a Laird, maybe averaging 90-odd, like go for it any day. Anytime that you feel like a guy's going better than he will for the rest of the year, try and make trades for people that look at his average and his scores rather than potential. Yeah. And that's how you win in the long run. And like, as Chris knows, I usually win. Hey, Chris. 
Uh, we don't like to talk about drafts. I trade. I trade a lot. <laughs> I trade a lot based on it's just like the stock market. You're kind of going, hey, I'll give you my Vodafone shares for Telstra shares because Vodafone is doing really well right now. Uh, and then next minute, you know, Telstra kills them. So it's just, true. Yeah, do it. Do the trade. Do it. Do I actually it, have a couple. It. I've had a couple of people messaging through about trades too. One guy went um, Selwood and oh, who was it? Selwood and someone or other, and he got. Um, Sloan and Hearn. I was like, he's like, would you do this trade? I'm like, uh, yeah, you got like, you want to get um, Sloan and Hearn in your side and it's only costing you like Selwood. Um, he's a North captain. Mm-hmm. North captain? Who? Oh, they change every year, don't they? North. Zeeble. 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 Yeah, so it was like him, Zeeble, like Selwood, Zeeble and someone else. I was like, yeah, do that deal. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and there is one more uh, Twitter question that we will quickly go through. Um, so this is from currently in the sea. Uh, trading my captain's loophole binds for O'Brien as Jacob's out another two months. Well, maybe. Um, using Setterfield for the next two weeks as loophole, then reassessing. Uh, hopefully Burgess or Gibbo lose their spots. Uh, no, I'll... Um, can I just answer this question quickly, Chris? Sure. Um, I'm assuming that these changes you're making are tax-free. Uh, being that you are out in the sea. So it looks like some shady dealings here, Chris. He's out at sea. International waters. Yeah. How's he got, <laughs> has he got some like illegal Wi-Fi tap going on? Dude. What? <laughs> Sometimes your jokes hit the mark. Other times they hit the mark just because they're so far left. It's like... Well, what's up with his name? No, I respect it. I respect it. Anyway. Uh, so you answer the man. Yes. yes. No, uh, the answer is no. Uh, I wouldn't do it. Um you, if if you but like I can see the reasoning like you what you want to do is you want to keep Setterfield because he's obviously going to make more money, um, but I would just trade Setterfield. You, you're making money on the on the trade itself, and then you're making money from um uh Bynes, from not Bynes, from uh O'Reilly O'Brien as well. So it's a double win. And when uh Setterfield does play, which is in three weeks, you still got Riley O'Brien there making more money. If if the, if it's confirmed at four to eight weeks. He's still making more money. He's still generating more cash at the, probably the same or similar rate if he's scoring 80s and above and Setterfield comes back and he's scoring 50s or below. So I would be more inclined to just keep Riley O'Brien. And then remember, they're both going to need forward rookie downgrades. So the rookie downgrade that you're looking at the same time that Setterfield is going to be wanting to get downgraded is going to be the same rookie that you're going to want on uh, in your forward line when you want to trade Riley O'Brien out and put Bynes back on the ruck. So you went, everybody's looking for a forward downgrade. That's going to be either. Or a defender if you have more in your defense, then you can swing him forward. Yeah, like a Burgess yeah. and you could do that. Well, that not way. even a Burgess. Like as in with the ruck forward swing that yeah. you're looking at, O'Brien, if then there's defenders peaked and there's a good option there, you go, cool, I'll go get the cheap defender in defense, Darcy more forward, him into the ruck, yeah, bang, yeah. love and life. Yeah. So yeah. But It I, opens up your options. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just wouldn't do it. That's just my personal opinion. But I mean, ask around, make your own decision based on what you want to do with your team. Yeah. Because I don't necessarily think that that's a wrong thing. It's just what I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, no, I agree. Make your own decision. Cool. I think it's fair. Like, yeah, we're all, we're looking at crystal ball, like crystal ball and we could look at a guy saying, oh, he doesn't have much job security. Next minute he plays really well. Someone else gets injured or someone else plays horrible and they kick him to the curb. And then next minute, he plays five games in a row. It's, it's uh. Oh, that was out of bounds, guys. It's definitely hard to see, and a lot of people like to look at the the half glass full crystal ball where 
oh, O'Brien, he could do this and the other. I'm like, yeah, but he could also get dropped for the third tier ruck. You know, there's no guarantees. You just look at a cash cow going, he's scored well for his first two. It looks like he's in the side and then you just have to go with it and hope. That's all we have to do, really. It's true. Hope. Just hit and hope. Now, thanks to our uh, live follower there, um, Kimeto01. Thank you for following us and uh, welcome to the stream. Enjoy your time here. Welcome to the end. That pretty much wraps us up. We probably spent a little bit longer than we wanted to, but yeah, it's it's uh, shorter than we've done in the last few weeks. So it's yeah, still an hour and forty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we had to listen to Chris talk half an hour about possible uh, trade-ins. We so. do. We want to get into that. Look, that's okay. I am happy. We can move on. Uh, thank you very much for those who have tuned in. Uh, we will not be doing a follow-up tomorrow night with the live teams, no. but we made a little Facebook live of Chris wearing his we'll little. Uh, we probably will do team. something on Facebook live tomorrow night. That would be funny. So actually, what would be funny is that if anyone is actually local at the Piney, uh, we maybe do Facebook Live to show Chris in his uh, full kit wanker outfit. And then uh, a couple of our subscribers and a couple of our listeners are uh, just you know, giving him a bit of shit. Fair yeah, enough. That'd be good. I like it. That'd be good. If you're around, please come and heckle Chris. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I do. We need something. You need to be heckled for your bet loss. Well, again, a reminder, if you do want to head uh, down to the ga- uh, uh, to the game tomorrow night. Sorry, it's called the Pineapple Hotel. Uh, it's right near the Gabba, uh, 6 or 7 Main Street, is it? Yeah, Main, Main Street. Main Street, Kangaroo Point. Yes, uh, we call it the Piney, so I don't know if I said the Piney, because that's probably a bit more cryptic. Um, yeah, we'll be there from, uh, we'll be there probably about quarter two, but yeah, 6 till 7. Come up, say hello, buy some beer or not buy some beer, whatever. Right, jug. <laughs> and uh and oh, go pies for we, tomorrow night we like big jugs <laughs> that's true all right well we might catch you later guys all right thanks very much enjoy the c is for the courage i possess through the drama h is for the hurt but it's all for the honor a is for my attitude working through the patience money comes and goes so the m is for motivation gotta stay consistent the p is to persevere the i is for integrity innovative career the o is optimistic open and never shut and the n is necessary because i'm never giving up see they ask me how i did it i just did it from the heart crushing the competition been doing it from the start they say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry!